Welcome into another edition here of the Detroit Sports Betters podcast. My name is Mike Sullivan, and, and certainly later we will be joined by Kyle Bogey and Matt Koalas as well. But I, I really just wanted to get on first and kind of uh, just talk about something that, that's been on my mind in terms of sports betting and all that's been going on in the NBA playoffs. And I'm going to get to that in a moment just with some very big picture pieces of advice that I have for you to keep an eye on. I think there's a lot of, at, at times, even just information overload, uh, to be honest with you, that, that goes on. So I wanted to at least give you a few direct tips and stats and research in relation to to NBA playoffs betting and, and just some things that I've noticed and something that I think that, that you guys need to keep an eye on at the very least when you're placing your bets um, as well. But I just wanted to first start off by by honestly just kind of Talking about Detroit sports betters as a whole, I think that, you know, number one, it's been huge to have DraftKings and their partnership with this entire thing. Uh, DraftKings had reached a, reached out since day one, really, of, of DSB. And, and before we even launched Detroit sports betters, we were talking to DraftKings about it, and they were very, very supportive. They wanted to get involved in some way, and we even told them, hey, guys, you know, let's really get this off the ground. Let's see how it goes. And then, of course, we can talk about more partnerships. But... Uh, DraftKings has been fantastic, and they've allowed us to really do this podcast, allowed us to really do some exclusive odds and juiced bets and things like that. So first off, I encourage anyone who's listening to this right now to go use code DSB when you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. It helps us, it helps you, it helps them, it helps everybody. So that's code DSB when you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And Again, DraftKings has been fantastic, and, and I think that what DSB really is, and we talk about this often, myself, Matt, Kyle, it's really just a community of normal, you know, uh, just, just sports fans in Detroit who want to have fun, who want to talk about sports betting and, you know, share some information, share some opinions, share some stats. And I think that it's really been cool for me to see how quickly this has all grown and how many people have just gotten behind DSB, whether it's been just just the community at large, whether it's been, uh, you know, sports figures such as, you know, Tori Krug and TJ Lang and Darren McCarty and people like that. And um, it's been fascinating for me just to see how it's all um, really, how it's all gone on. I, I, I've loved every bit of it, and I think that it's, it's going to be really cool just to continue to see DSB grow and t- continue to see you know what transpires from it. I think that it's, uh, again, just very, very positive and, and overall just a, a fun thing for people to be a part of. And I think that that's, that's something where Obviously, you're listening to this podcast. I'm sure you're a member of the the Facebook community, the Twitter, um, and it's multi-platform now to the point where, really, a lot of people are able to use whatever platform they prefer. So, with that being said, uh, just excited to see the growth and, and all that continue. And I know we got a great show planned for you today. Matt has some research he's getting into later. Kyle has some stuff as well, and and Kyle and I have really been kind of taking turns rotating various topics week by week that we enjoy. So I wanted to just just real quick talk to you guys about five tips that I came up with for NBA betting. And this is something that um, I I was researching, I was thinking about, I I pulled from various different um, websites, and, and of course used DraftKings Sports and Information as well. So just some five tips for you to 
keep in mind when you're betting on NBA. I think that there's a lot of things that people look at, and I wanted to give you five of them. So tracking line movements, all right? That's, that's one of them because betting lines for games are often released more than 24 hours before the game unless the status of a major injury to either side is keeping the odds makers from releasing the odds. Always track the line movements. There's time after time we might see a, a, a line move from minus six and a half to minus three and a half. Know the line. Make sure you track the movements. Don't just uh, set it and forget it, right? Make sure you're actually monitoring the lines so you can try to get in at the best uh, possible line. Okay, number one, another one here. Home court advantage. Everyone thinks that that, that home court advantage is, uh, yeah, actually a lot of people think differently. Some people think it matters a ton. Some people don't think it matters at all. But the fact of the matter is, guys, it does matter. I'm not saying in any way only bet home teams or favorites or anything like that, but it's important to at least keep an eye on the home team and know that there is a true home court advantage in the NBA. All right, number three, money management system, especially with NBA. The NFL, for instance, they have 16 games. Well, the NBA plays 82, so it's very easy to get carried away, very easy to bet 17 games a night, manage your money properly, slow and steady wins the race, and, and just pick your spots, pick the games that you like best, all right? That was number three. Number four, betting on fatigue. We hear this all the time with NBA. Trap games, teams getting tired, back-to-back -back nights. Know the schedule, monitor the schedule, and know that that does have an impact in terms of teams being tired and the fatigue factor with back-to-back -back or back-to-back-to-back, -back -back, whatever it might be, games. Okay, and then again, key stats to focus on. This is really um, kind of personal as well. I think some people might focus on different stats. Some people might be more offensive. Some people might be more defensive. Some people might be more, uh, you know, points in the paint or transition points or rebounds or whatever. Know your stats to focus on. And one stat that I specifically do like to focus on is points in the paint because, look, everyone can shoot the three nowadays. Every single team can shoot the three. It's so... Um, powerful, it's so important. So if you have a team that can also score in the paint, it's huge, and you know you're going to get a few more buckets a game because of that. So just wanted to run through those for you guys. Again, we talked about line movements. We talked about money management systems, home court advantage, some key stats like I just mentioned, and also the, the fatigue factor. So I wanted to offer you guys that. As always, appreciate you listening and appreciate DraftKings um, for all that, that they've done, uh, and, and I'll just take a moment real quick to talk about them because, you know, DraftKings Sportsbook is something you should go download. You should use code DSB, and it's a way to help everyone grow. Again, everyone. That's, that's us. That's you. That's them. It's really just a great way to, uh, uh, to, to make sure that we're all in this together and, uh, and, and really moving forward together as well. Once again, that's the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code DSB when you sign up, and there's so many great promotions they're always doing. So that's the DraftKings Sportsbook app. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline, 800-270-7117, Michigan only. The wager specials are paid out in site credits. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for full terms and conditions. But again, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook offers great odds and promotions for baseball, hockey, basketball, football, so much more every single week. Seemingly, there's something new. And DraftKings is safe and secure and reliable. You can deposit, withdraw your funds at your convenience. That's the DraftKings Sportsbook app. 
code DSB. And with that being said, let's get to uh, Matt Koalas with some stats and information. Yo, yo, what is up, DSB? And happy Friday. It is a gloomy Friday here in Michigan, and I like that I have to say that now because people have been reaching out to me from other states saying that they're tuning into the podcast and listening to some of our opinions, some of our picks and, and things like that, which is which is awesome. It's showing the growth within the group, within Detroit Sports Betters, and we want to keep that going. So yeah, if you're in another state, it is a gloomy day here in Michigan, which, you know, I like rainy days anyways, you know, I mean... I also like it because that generally means people leave the golf course and then I'll go golf and it's not so crowded. And then also if there's a game on, you know, it's another excuse for me to just stay inside. So I am cool with that. And of course there is a game on tonight. And of course this week we do have another drafting sports book powered podcast for everyone. Okay. Which I love doing this podcast. I love, get, love getting on and talking some sports with everyone. But um, one thing I want to do is get more people involved. So if you have questions, if you have topics, anything that you would like covered, feel free to comment about that in Apple, in the Apple app or in the Spotify app and let us know or just ask some questions. And at the end of the show, I can bring them on and, uh, and talk about them and stuff like that. So, again, a reminder, as always, this is powered by DraftKings. The group is powered by DraftKings Sportsbook. So if you have not, please download that DraftKings Sportsbook app and use that code DSB when you sign up. When you use the code DSB, you will get a specific promotion to the DSB group, which is bet $1 and win $100. You have to win, you have to win that bet, but you do have the opportunity to do that promotion if you use the code DSB when you sign up. Okay. And again, that is DraftKings Sportsbook. So yesterday, recapping yesterday, um, we had the Clippers at home against the Phoenix Suns, and the Clippers dominated and won that game. I am coming off a terrible, terrible day. I went 0-3 for the first time, and I don't know how long. I'm still 60 and 40 on the year, which or on the year with uh, throughout the playoffs, which is an even 60%. But hey, I want to say something because this even shows the growth within the group because not one person said shit to me. Like no one, no one ripped on me for the picks. No one said nothing, which I really do appreciate in the beginning when this started, there would definitely be some people in there saying some stuff to me. So I appreciate that. Everyone knows those days come everyone, every gambler, every true gambler has had those days. And you know, like if you got weak hands like that, then get out of here. We don't really care. The like, that's part of what we're doing. You know, we are supporting people. We are, we're always trying to give the best picks possible, but things happen, you know? And for me, I think I fell into the Chris Paul coming back narrative a little too much. I thought things would open up a little more for Devin Booker and I got to give credit to the Clippers. You know, I always like after having Reggie Jackson on the Pistons for that long, um, I think he just puts a sour, sour taste in my mouth. And every time I see him on the court, I want him to miss. And he's been playing good basketball. He has picked up that number two spot since Kawhi has gone down. And, man, he has been playing really good, and as has Paul George. You know, they've been playing good as a whole. Um, even the games they've lost have been close. Like, after that game two, losing on that last-second dunk from DeAndre Ayton and to come back out and win that game, you know, that was impressive. That was impressive. And when I woke up, I was on the Clippers, and then I read some articles. I read some other expert picks, and I ended up switching – which I shouldn't have done. And then the Devin Booker over 28.5. I felt good about that. You know, I'm going to be on Devin Booker again 
when they play because he's just one of those guys. If he's missed two in a row, then I'm going to ride it on the third time. So, yeah. Today, though, today we have the Atlanta Hawks once again in Milwaukee facing the Bucks, And once again, the Milwaukee Bucks have a minus eight spread. For me, I'm on Atlanta plus eight, man. I can't doubt this team anymore. I mean, I was on Atlanta plus eight last time, but I was on Atlanta plus eight, and then I had the Milwaukee boost for the Milwaukee straight up at 25 to win 25 um, even money. And I fell for that. You know, they love those boosts. They, they, when you see a boost, there's generally something, it's a little fishy, something behind it. But, you know, people have been doubting Atlanta the entire year. And like I said, if you watch my YouTube video, the way that I explain the Atlanta Hawks is like a really good scramble golf team. Because Trey Young is like that, that really consistent guy. You know, he's always going to get it on the green. He's going to give you some good putts. He's going to put it out in the fairway. But then you got guys like Bogdanovich. You got guys like Gallinari, John Collins, Clint Capella. Cam Reddish is coming back. Sweet Lou. You know, they have a lot of guys who can go out and get buckets. Kevin Herter. You know, that, that's a dude who will randomly go out and get 20. Bogdanovich is a dude who will randomly go out and get 20. Gallinari, 15, 20 sometimes. You know, John Collins, 15, 20 sometimes. Lou Will, it's almost been like Lou Will has kind of been sleepwalking, but you know you know he can do that. Um, yeah, and that's why I explained it that way, because if one guy goes down, there is someone else who's going to come in and they're going to hit that shot. If someone else, if, if one guy is struggling who typically gets his 10, 15, then another guy is going to come in who typically gets his 10, 15. And the crazy thing is they haven't had Cam Reddish and they haven't had John, or not John Collins, um, DeAndre Hunter, who both are taller guys, versatile defenders, 10 point per game guys. So they would have been even deeper. So yeah, Atlanta has been pretty impressive. And I'm going to just stick with Atlanta here at plus eight. Milwaukee seems weak minded to me. Um, and I think that starts with the coaching as well with Mike Budenholzer. Like last game, like when you look at his facial expressions, it's not like he was like doing like a, like, okay, let's fix this. And he's like, okay, I'm going to complain with the players. So I didn't really like that. I still think Milwaukee wins this game, but like now for the series total, like who's going to win this series, I am somewhat up in the air. Originally I said Bucks for two. I don't know. That last game showed me a lot. I need to see how Giannis reacts. I need to see how Drew Holiday reacts and, and Middleton as well. So my two plays uh, that I'm starting off with are going to be Atlanta plus eight for sure. I'm very like, I feel better about that one than I do the over under. The over under is uh, 225. I will be on the under 225 for that. Um, but I do, I feel better about the Atlanta plus eight. I just think Trey Young has been playing unbelievable basketball. I don't know who has played better than him throughout the entire playoffs. It is Trey Young. I think he has been the best player of this playoffs. He has put this team on his back. Um, and, you know, they, but all in all, they've been playing good basketball. And then they, they also have the best rim protector or the best paint protector of all the four teams left in Clint Capella. John Collins is a good defender, a versatile defender. He moves his feet very well. So, yeah, they, they, they are. They're tough. They're tough. Um, Chris Middleton is coming at a, at a 23.5 points over under currently i'm not touching that but i could understand if you wanted to go over that he played so bad in the last game he missed so many shots so many clutch shots i mean he was a big reason that atlanta came back too that i have to see him coming back today it just wouldn't make sense to me if he did i'd, I'd be surprised if he didn't have a 20 point game 
Yes, 20. I don't know about over 23.5. I believe he's hit that like five out of 15 times. So I was just a little iffy on that one. Something I liked a little better was Chris Middleton over 2.53s. That is minus 115 on DraftKings. That was something I can get down with. Um, when he bounces back and when he plays good games, he's generally hitting his three-pointers. So I think hitting three threes in this game is not out of his realm. So I, I like that. I think the odds there are fair, and that's a bet that I would take. One that I like even better, though, is Clint Capella over 26.5 points, rebounds, assists. Um, that is one minus 138 on DraftKings Sportsbook. So not the best odds in the world, but that was one that I did take. I felt very comfortable about that. I mean, when you sit here and think about it, that's really just 14 points for Capella and 13 rebounds or say 15 rebounds and 12 points. He had 19 rebounds last game. Brooke Lopez is somewhat of a, a shell of himself. He doesn't get the minutes that he used to. Um, he doesn't always see 30 and Clint does see 30. So they will have some small ball lineup out there at times. Clint Capella was owning the offensive rebounds. I think the Milwaukee Bucks are going to try and do a better job, but he's just... He, he's just potentially the top rebounder in our game today, you know, so he's not really a guy that you could bring down like that. So that is one that I do feel very comfortable with. And that is Clint Capella over 26.5 points, rebounds and assists. Okay. So for that game, one more time, let's go over it. It is Atlanta plus eight, the under 225. I have Chris Middleton over 2.53s and Clint Capella over 26.5 points, rebounds, assists. Okay, and I'm not playing Trey Young tonight. Um, I don't know. I'm not even sure why, honestly. I can understand if you wanted to go to Trey Young. It's just when you have a 48-point game, I somewhat feel like you would maybe come down to earth a little bit. They're going to try and uh, force some doubles out at you, hedge you a little more. So I think this might be a game where I would like his assists a little more, and I would like some of the complimentary players a little more. And I guess that's why I got Clint Capella. Okay, so then going to tomorrow. Going to tomorrow, which the uh, the Clippers are still at home, and they're going to be going against the Phoenix Suns. And currently, that game is a pick, just a straight pick. Either team. I'm I'm with the Suns. I think the Suns are the better team. I think Devin Booker has had two below average games in a, in a row, and I don't think you can hold him down for that long. Chris Paul coming back surprised me. I had the over yesterday, and that surprised me because. He slowed the pace down like, like a lot, a lot, a lot. And maybe that was just an adjustment to him coming back because they played a couple games without him. I'm not sure. Um, but I think maybe they just needed a one game adjustment. They're going to get it going again. He's going to get Devin Booker going again because obviously they need Booker to win this game, win the series and hopefully win the NBA championship. I would love to see the Suns are the team that I want them or the Hawks, honestly, but yeah, they know that they need to get him going. Devin Booker was just missing some open shots. Like he was hit, he was do, like, he had room. He was doing his, uh, his step back mid range and he was just missing it. And it was, that was pretty surprising to me. But uh, so, yeah, what I was thinking I'll be on, nothing is released just yet, except for the, the sun's pick and uh, the over under, which was 218, maybe 218.5. But for me right now, I'm on the sun's pick. I'm leaning on the under. That's, I don't know if I'll be taking that one, but that's one that I'm leaning for sure. I'll be on Devin Booker points. I bet you that'll probably be at 28.5 again, maybe 27.5. I would jump on that because I'm sure that'll just get bumped up right to 28.5. And then Chris Paul assists. I think Chris Paul assists will come in at 7.5. I think that'll be a low number that you can jump on. 
Um, and I expect both of them to have a much, much better game. So, and like I said, uh, how the Suns are, who I want to win the championship, them are the Hawks. The Phoenix Suns currently are coming in at a plus 140 odds to win the NBA championship on DraftKings Sportsbook. And then the Hawks are plus 700 to win the championship. And I kind of talked to you guys about that already. I don't think the Hawks are that far out. Um, I think they are the deepest team that remains of the four. So if they did, and they might have the best player currently in Trey Young. And I know that sounds crazy. I mean, it doesn't really sound that crazy. Everyone's been watching him play. Everyone saw him drop 48. You know, he has been playing the best in this playoffs. So when you have the best rib protector, when you have the deepest team, when you're a good free throw shooting team, when you have the best player, that gives you potential to win the championship. So when you have plus 700 odds sitting in front of your face and you're going against the Milwaukee Bucks, who, yes, they are the sexy team. Yes, they have Giannis. They have Chris Middleton. They have Drew. They have Brooke Lopez. You know, they are um, – they have the bigger names, I guess you could say. But their coaching doesn't seem to be well. They seem to fold in key moments. And then when it comes down to it, when you're going down the stretch and Giannis has the ball, can you count on him to hit free throws? No way. You can count on Trey Young. You can count on Bogdanovich. You can count on Gallinari. You can count on a lot of those guys. You know, the only one you can't is Capella, but he's not getting the ball down there that much. So that plus 700 is starting to look more and more enticing to me. Because again, with the box, like, yes, I know what I said. I know I talked about the box for two. Um, but I also was talking about how I needed to see one. I needed to see how they reacted to Giannis because Giannis is completely different than Joel Embiid. You know, he's more explosive. He can, uh, he can dribble better. He's, you know, there's a lot of things, a lot of things that Giannis does different than Embiid. Um, so I just needed to see one in the way, man, Atlanta is just handling a variety of teams and they're playing very good basketball. And it's, it's exciting to watch. So we'll see how that goes and we'll see how that goes tonight. But yeah, just wanted to give you those odds as well. And I, I guess the way you can look at it too, is like the Knicks were favored against the Hawks. They got past the Knicks. The 76ers were favored against the Hawks. They got past the 76ers. And now we're on to the Bucks. And how much better are the Milwaukee Bucks than the Sixers or the Knicks? To me, if they're better, to the Sixers primarily, if they're better, it's not by much. So why can't the Hawks do it to them too? And then, and then say they do do it. Say they do make it to the NBA championship. Say you put 50 bucks on plus 700 to win 350. Then you can even hedge if you want to, you know, you could do either. So it's just something, just something to think about, you know? Um, and then again, one thing that I wanted to highlight, I know I highlighted it earlier a little bit, is I want to potentially get your guys' thoughts into this as well. I would love to hear questions or uh, maybe even how you react to some of the things I say. So you can, you can put that in the comments. You can DM me. You can do whatever because I want to talk about things that you guys want to hear too. And I'm sure you guys want to hear about the Atlanta game because that's, that's tonight. And then I'm sure you guys want to hear about the Suns game, which is tomorrow. But Definitely one thing that we got to talk about, and I don't care that the odds are not released just yet, and we'll do definitely a specific podcast on it when it's released, but the Detroit Pistons, baby, getting that number one pick, and Cade Cunningham is going to be coming to the D. 
which, man, what a win for Detroit. We have been waiting for something like this. We've been needing something like this, especially with the way that our sports teams have been, the way that they've struggled. This is such a passionate city. And, like, for someone like myself, who I was, I was born in 1990. You know, I grew up through those 2000s with the Red Wings, with the Pistons, stuff like that. We were spoiled, man. We had some good, good teams. You know, like, remember, like, the Steve Eisman, Brendan Shanahan, Brett Hall, Luke Robitaille, Nick Lidstrom. You know, God, that, like, that team was sick. And then we had the Chauncey, the Rip Hamilton, the Tayshon, the Sheed, the Ben, you know, and something about this Detroit team. Something about this Detroit team, because right now it's Killian Hayes, Wayne Ellington, Sadiq Bay, Jeremy Grant, Mason Plumley in the starting lineup, okay? Kate Cunningham is going to be coming to Detroit. He's going to be taking that number one spot with the point guard, number one point guard, and number one option, I would assume. Wayne Ellington is potentially gone. We'll see. Maybe we'll resign him, maybe we won't. But, I mean, even our bench, you look at our bench, it's Corey Joseph, uh, uh, Himidu Diallo, I don't know how to say his name really, Josh Jackson, Dambuya, and then Isaiah Stewart. You know, we are really, really looking somewhat like the Atlanta Hawks. Like in a couple of years, dude, all these guys can produce. So the, the only thing like, and uh, sorry, I'm getting excited. So I'm like kind of jumping, but Diallo for one, Diallo is a shooting guard or a small forward. He kind of switches back and forth. And he has improved in his point per game every single year he's been in the league. So he is someone that I think he might be ready to slip into that number two spot and take that Wayne Ellington spot. Because I'm very iffy. Like, I like Killian Hayes. I like that he's young. I like that he's raw. I like that he he showed flashes. But Cade Cunningham and Killian Hayes do not really complement each other. So I'm unsure how that's going to go. My assumption would be he's going to get bumped to that six-man role, and he's going to run that run that second unit, which is a good second unit still. You know, with uh, with Josh Jackson, if, if Diallo stays there, they have Corey Joseph, Stewart, uh, Dumbuya, um, Mason. I'm not sure on Mason Plumlee's contract, but yeah, I mean that's not even that bad. But they might even try that to run the two together and just see how it goes. And it might be somewhat of an experiment too, because one thing, if you guys saw my YouTube video, I was talking about some trade options or trade potential. And I do think there is some trade potential here because if it does not work out, you could potentially trade Killian Hayes and Dambuya for someone. For someone, I mean, if you threw in a pick or something too, you could probably get a pretty solid player there. And the one thing that this team might be missing slightly, slightly, is some veteran leadership. Um, Jeremy Grant is not going to be a long-term, a long-term piston. I do not believe that at all because I personally don't believe he's that guy. I just don't. Jeremy Grant is a very good player. He's a solid maybe number two, number three, if you want a team to go to the championship. Um, and at some point, Jeremy Grant is going to want that max contract. And I think if we accepted that max contract, yes, I understand Jeremy Grant is good. I understand he can be beneficial. But when we're talking about a max contract and when you're talking about tying up max contract dollars, I don't think that would be the move to make. So I don't think Jeremy Grant is going to be here for the long haul. But again, that's just my opinion. And we will see. And then again, how is he how is Jeremy Grant going to react with like Kate Cunningham comes in? If he's that number one option, he's that team leader, you know, so there is some 
there are some small things to be worked out here, small things. Everything can be easily, easily worked out. Um, you know, we have good coaching. We have a good front office now. So I think more than, I think more than anything, a lot of the guys are just going to be willing to fit in, play their role, because I think a lot of these guys are buying in. And, and man, I'm excited about it. And one thing I'm honestly excited about too is with Detroit sports betters, like how passionate all of us are about Detroit sports and just sports in general. I seriously think our group is going to be like leading the charge at Little Caesars Arena next year for the Pistons and going forward. You know, like we're going to bring that energy back. Like I, I want Detroit to get like to become again one of those places where teams do not want to play. You know, and like we're going to be known as one of the most passionate fan bases in all of the NBA um, in, across all sports. So, man, I, I'm just geeked about it. This team, this team has like in, instilled uh, some excitement within the city. You can feel it. You know, um, I'm not going to lie. When With the lottery, I didn't watch the lottery. I was so scared just because like the Pistons have gotten just shit on in the lottery in the past. So I didn't even want to watch. Like, I honestly thought I was going to jinx it or something. So I went and hit some balls at the range, and then I heard my phone blowing up, and I was like, oh, my God, did we do it? <laughs> then I looked, and sure as shit, we got the first pick, which, again, you guys, if you guys had followed me, like any of my articles, YouTube videos, Twitter, whatever, you guys know I love Jalen Green. I love Jalen Green, like who is from the G League Ignite. He's a shooting guard, maybe small forward. Um, but man, the kid is so talented. He really, really is. And, uh, I personally believe if he wouldn't have gone to the G league, like he went to the G league from high school, if he wouldn't have gone to the G league and he would have took the college route, like Cade did him and Cade would be more of a debate for that, for that number one pick. I really, really do believe that, but that's something, um, once the odds come out, I'll cover that a little more just because I want to give you specific odds for the picks. But I will tell you currently what I'm thinking about is Pistons are going to be number one for Kate Cunningham. Cunningham. That's going to happen. He has only, he's only visiting the Pistons. That's it. This is going to be the pick. So that's going to be like a minus 10,000 or something. So you don't even really want to mess with that. But after that, it's the Rockets, Cavs, Raptors, Magic. Okay. So that's two through five. I personally think the Rockets are taking Jalen Green. Jalen Green, to me, is one of the top offensive talents to I've, that I've seen come in the draft for some time. Um, he is a he is a six six shooting guard, small forward. He reminds me of Zach Levine. He has a, he shot thirty six percent from the three point line in the G League. And remember, the G League is NBA range. So another thing that I really liked, I think he averaged like seventeen point six points per game, I believe. And again, this is the G league. So he's going against NB like higher, definitely higher talent than college and deeper three point range. So he's already shooting 36% from three. His point guard was Jared Jack. Yes. Yes. That Jared Jack, Jared Jack is still playing basketball. He's in the G league and he's on the ignite and he was playing with Jalen green, which I love because he's basically a coach on the floor. So I think he potentially even learned a lot from Jared Jack and to me, he has the highest ceiling. I think he has a higher ceiling than Evan Mobley. And that's not so much of like talent and stuff. It's more the direction of the league too. The direction of the league just isn't going with centers really. Like Joel Embiid is unbelievable and Jokic is unbelievable, but both those guys are out right now. And when's the last time, like 
like maybe Tim, I mean, Tim Duncan wasn't even, he's a four or five. I mean, or Shaq, like, is that the last one who had like a pure dominant, dominant center to win a championship? Yeah, I'm thinking, I think, I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, comment, let me know. Comment, let me know if you can think of someone else. But yeah, Tim Duncan or Shaq. So to me, that's just not the direction of, my le- direction of the league. So I think it's going to be Cade one, Jalen Green two. Number three, though, and after I say that, number three, I do have Evan Mobley for the Cavs. Um, I don't know. It doesn't make a ton of sense just because they have Jared Allen. And I believe they gave him a contract this year. And I think Jared Allen is a, a talented five. He's a good five, but in the NBA, they kind of have this rule is you just take the best that's available, whatever is best. That's what you're taking. And then you figure out the rest later and who knows, maybe down the line, they'll make a trade, something like that. I mean, Jared Allen would definitely have some trade value. I could see some people out there wanting him. Um, And, you know, like, here's the thing too. Here's the thing too. Look at the warriors right now with Wiseman, James Wiseman. I, I mean, could Wiseman still be great? Yeah, yeah, I think he could. I think he could. But are they also probably, you know, singing the blues about um, LaMelo Ball? You know, how good he is? So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just don't think the league is going in that, in that direction right now. Like, the, the centers just really aren't it anymore. Um, and it is, it is what it is. You know, LaMelo Ball, he went three. Look at the year that he had. And, and it was the same thing. It's the same thing that I feel about Jalen Green. He went overseas and he played against pro-level competition, competition probably, probably higher than college. Um, he made an adult move to focus purely on basketball. So, yeah, again, comparing that to Jalen Green. But, but, yeah, so that's where I'm going there. Um, Pistons, Cunningham, Rockets, Green, Cavs, Mobley. And then the Raptors, I would say Jalen Suggs. I think Jalen Suggs would be the pure um, – th- those, t- those top four are – yes, they can get scrambled a little bit, but I think those four names will be the ones that are picked in the one through four, and that makes the most sense to me. And then after that, number five is a little different um, because Kuminga, he is an 18-year-old small forward, very, very raw. Again, played on the G League Ignite with Jalen Green and Jarrett Jack. Um, but yes, a very raw player, 18, very explosive, incredibly, incredibly athletic, uh, kind of a very inconsistent and broke jumper. So, you know, it's kind of the story of the magic when you look back at all of their prospects that they've had, you know, remember Victor Oladipo, athletic as hell, spotty jumper, you know, Aaron Gordon, (laughs) athletic as hell, very spotty jumper. So I don't know. I hope that doesn't happen to them again. I, I mean, I always hope for the, the best for every player. I like Kaminga too, because I did watch a lot of G League basketball and I watched a lot of the G League Ignite just because I really liked Jalen Green. Um, I've been watching Jalen Green for months um, just because I, you know, I never expected us to get that number one pick, but shout out. It was our time. It was our time, you know, and seriously, in like two, three years, we are going to be serious. We're going to be serious. But, I mean, honestly, a lot of the league is too. So, going forward, the like as years progress, we are going to have some really, really good basketball because, I mean, I don't know, man. Like, look back to the 2000s, the 90s stuff. The 90s definitely had a – I mean, every year has a ton of talent. But, like, I feel like there is a lot of talent 
like high, high level talent in the league right now. So, so yeah, I'm really excited about it. And again, I'm really excited to dive into tonight's game and uh, I hope everyone does well. And um, for me, you know, that's going to be it for today, but uh, this weekend, or, I mean, I, I kind of wanted to talk about something real quick is uh, this past week, I don't know if any of you guys have golfed at Golden Fox before. And Golden Fox is like, it's a, it's a course out here in Plymouth. Um, if you're from Metro Detroit, it's a, it's like a, it's like a tougher course. I would say it's got the Heather and stuff like that. And on one of the holes this past weekend or this past week, I have golf league on Monday. It's a par three. And I, I dropped a 10. I dropped a 10 and I got caught in the Heather and I was just hacking at it and just got to the point where, yeah, it, it wasn't good. But you know what? I got back to the cart and I remembered that I had one of those, one of those uh, Coppercraft whiskeys in, in my bag. So I got that thing out and that thing actually is 10% alcohol. And usually I'm a Bud Light drinker, you know, um, usually I'm just like slamming Bud Lights, which is only like five. I don't even know what percent alcohol that is, but I had one of those lemonade, whiskey lemonades of the Coppercraft uh, whiskeys. And those are 10%. And dude, I was feeling pretty good after. And lucky for me, I forgot about that 10 pretty fast. I mean, I'm not going to say I finished good because I didn't finish good. But at least I got some of that liquid courage in me. And honestly, that Coppercraft uh, whiskey lemonade was really good. And some of those courses need to definitely add those. And if, if you guys are ever out, um, give, that, give that whiskey lemonade a shot because that one is pretty good. And sometimes you just need to switch it up from the, from the beer. I know I'm an ice cold Bud Light drinker. Um, I'm one of those guys. So I'll grab a, a 15 pack at a summer party or something like probably like a 4th of July party and I'll just slam those the whole time. But I might, I might start doing some copper crafts as well, because when I had that on the golf course, it was pretty good. And uh, shout out uh, Sully and Bogey for, for giving me some of those and uh, helping to turn my game around a, a little bit, a little bit. It's a work in progress. You know, it's a little rainy out and uh, I might go hit some balls or something before, before tonight's game. So, and uh, I hope you guys have an awesome Friday. As always, it's great talking to you. If you could give us a like, give us a review, give us a subscribe, a little bit of everything. Recommend us, recommend the page. We appreciate everything you're doing. Um, I don't know if you guys have uh, been on the page lately or um, saw some of the tournament that we have going with the EuroLeague tournament, um, which is really cool. We're starting to get some of that implemented and we're only gonna have more going forward, especially when football season comes around. I think that's gonna be a big time for us. The group is going to grow a lot. We're going to get some tournaments going out for you. DraftKings has already confirmed that they're going to get us some DFS tournaments going. They're going to get us some specific promotions, which I'm working on with, uh, currently. And yeah, just some good, exciting things coming, exciting things for the city of Detroit. And I mean, I know a lot of the teams are in rebuild mode, but there's a light at the end of the tunnel, light at the end of the tunnel. And as always, guys, thank you for tuning in. Um, good luck tonight. We are 60 and 40 currently throughout the playoffs, which is an even 60%. And uh, I'll go over the picks one last time for you guys, just in case you forgot. And it's Atlanta plus eight, under 225. Middleton, over 2.53s. Capella, over 26.5 points, rebounds, assists. Suns tomorrow in a pick em. And then nothing has been released, but I will be on Devin Booker and I will be on Chris Paul. So again, guys, thank you for tuning in. Have an awesome Friday. And hey, let's win some bets. Let's win some bets. I think I've had 
I've had three negative nights in a row. That's brutal. Absolutely brutal. But, I mean, that means bounce back. So let's do it, guys. All right. Have a good night. And uh, go Atlanta. Go Suns. Peace out, y'all.